Hello, this is Tom Brevoort. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 193, and towards the end of the week, it is a last quarter moon. You are joined, sorry, by your host, I'm Brisa Conchie Ray. G'day, g'day, and it is the last quarter, which means it's an over-the-moon segment, which is an ARC review. And I am joined again, uh, he's returned by Petruni, guest co-host, um, and comic book writer, self-publisher, Daniel Doing. Daniel, welcome back. Hello once again there, Travelers of the Night. May Conchie bless you all. <laughs> you put me to shame with your reverence to Conchie. Thank you very much. Conchie looks kindly on you, and he slaps me in the face again. Um, but so anyway, loonies, uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us on this show, the second show of the week uh, I believe you may not remember, but I think I said that Daniel will be returning next week. I meant at the end of the week. Just wanted to rectify that. And so, as mentioned, we're doing an ARC review from the dead. It's a Warren Ellis run from 2014, issues 1 to 6. Now, before we get into that, a massive thank you. <laughs> um, a massive thank you to our sponsors, the gracious Petrunis, like Daniel himself. Again, so cool to have you on, Daniel. It's so great to... Um, to, to you know, I can't say speak face to face, but technically, like face to face, right in person. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, so you too can become a Petruni as well. Just check out uh, our Patreon page. Uh, you can get credited as a co-producer or an executive producer. Uh, so a big thank you, as well as many bonuses, such as a a video version of this show, which uh, Daniel and I are recording as we speak. A big thank you to Daniel. To Justin, Derek, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Russell, and Anthony, a huge thank you guys, one and all, for all your support. Uh, again, as always, a big thank you, Daniel, to to uh, you and Fringe Night. Uh, it's an original indie comic based on uh, Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. So, yeah, Daniel, um, Fringe Night's working hard to... to uh, come across his fourth adventure in the fourth issue coming very soon right oh yes coming out this march so make sure you get your copy folks yes <laughs> absolutely it's definitely it's worth it um uh, yeah I, I i've got the um the previous issues as well there's a lot of fun seeing fringe night evolve i love the commissions uh so daniel's uh, fringe night patreon page uh you too can become a patron uh you can get privy to uh, a lot of artwork and behind the scenes of, of fringe night and the process behind that so that's always good to see uh, also as well, hello headphones, empowering gamers to play the best and Dreamland Comics, the superhero superstore. Now, Daniel, so we're gonna let's crack into this over the moon segment. This is uh, overall. We're not going to go through each of the issues like panel by panel or anything like that. Um, but safe, suffice to say, that these six issues, uh, we can go through each and every one of them in a broad sense. Um, so we're looking at 
Slasher, Sniper, Box, Sleep, Scarlet, and Spectre. These are the titles of those six issues. Uh, some of you may know as well they've been immortalized in music by also good friends of the show, Delita, um, Noel, Looney Tunes has uh, put music to the, to these. Uh, but yeah, Daniel, uh, let's kick off. Um, actually, overall then, I, I want to know, is, do you have a favorite out of these uh, six issues? Oh man, that's like trying to ask what your your favorite child is, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Honestly, if I had to kind of narrow it down, I'd probably say between Sniper, Box, and Spectre are like my top three. Yeah, Sniper, Box, and Spectre, right, nice. I mean, they're all they're all gold, aren't they? It's so as you say, especially Warren Ellis. He, yeah, he not each of them have have their own pros, and and uh, I can say very little cons. I can't really fault me. If anything, like and and this is an intentional thing of his, but I don't think it really like some of the issues really just end so quickly. I guess it's because. Um, it's it's a way the story is told. Um, the endings are always like quite abrupt, um, but it gives you this really kind of unsettling feeling, I guess. Um, so, which is what he was going for. Yeah, and I just... exactly. Let's let's jump to Spectre. Spectre, you're saying is one of your favourites. Uh, this was really cool. It it, it showed um, from the point of view of it's it's not even Carson Knowles, is it? It's um this other dude. He takes no, it's on... just like only beat cop. Yep, he takes who... on the mantle. Yeah, it's not even that he really takes on the mantle. He just like kind of throws together some black clothing. Yep, and takes some like like throwing darts and kind of sharpens them. And he's like, "Oh, I'm Black Spectre now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, very loose. Yeah, kind of like sure, sure you are, buddy. <laughs> you, you sure are. You you got me. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, what was really cool for me in this uh, in this issue was uh, you really do get an insight into that character. I think a lot of it is uh, in this issue. It's very much a profile of him, um, and and you see Mister Knight kind of swing in towards the end there. Show how brutal he is, actually, um, and it it has one of those those. Um, I don't know famous or popular lines from him now. Um, People who love me suffer and die, and I never want to be loved. Uh, very kind of nihilistic stuff that that Warren Ellis writes for Mister Knight, um, but also for a lot of the other characters as well. Oh yeah, it really felt to me like it. This is why I think a lot of people love it because it really is sort of a continuation from like the the original uh, Houston Finch run, where. Moon Knight, he's tried everything. You know, he's tried, you know, like the brutal aspect, you know, where he was like literally carving moons in people's faces, tried to redeem himself, tried to have his friends and loved ones around, and it just, it it keeps not working out. Mm. So he he's at, it's kind of like the opposite of a midlife crisis for him. It's more like midlife realization, just like, you know what? I can't have anybody I love around me I just need to be alone, have everything automated, basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's, um, yeah, again, again, very, for for me, out of all the six uh, 
issues, this one, I guess I, I dwelt upon the most because um, a lot of these other issues, like if we jump to, say, Sniper, which you mentioned is another one of your favourites, again, I love it for, for very many different reasons. It's it's not as um, dialogue-heavy. Like, none of it really is dialogue-heavy. But um, Issue 2, Sniper, really plays out like a, a cinema, like a, a film, uh, so cinematic, uh, very action-oriented. Uh, and oh, it, I love work in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's amazing how busy it is with all like the blank space to it. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm just like flicking through it now here as well. Uh, you get a very cinematic opening. Uh, Declan Shelby's art, uh, there are a couple of very memorable. Uh, look, if I can put up some images for those that do have the video, um, there's that one with with the, ca- the, uh, the cape. Um, very cool indeed. Uh, jumping out of the moon, uh, the moon jet, or he's actually on a glider, a huge glider. Yeah, the moon. Yeah, um, but a lot of action, so very little dialogue here. Uh, again, this one has one of those famous uh, sayings as well, I'm not real, I love that. Why uh, can't I hit you? Because yeah. I'm not real. Yeah. <clears throat> it's so weird thing for someone to say, but it just fits with Moon Knight, you know? Um and I think very much so the the uh, storytelling and the artwork of Shelby and Ellis really work together. Um, it, it's highlighted so much in this issue, uh, and the brutality as well. I mean, geez, you get, yeah, is this the uh, yeah? This is a yeah, exactly. Um, this yeah, this is the one. Did I get that right? I thought this was the one, oh yeah, this is Sniper. Yeah, I thought this was the one where maybe I got that. Uh, this is the one, isn't it? Where he um he drives the the glider into the guy at the end on top of the building. Oh no, that's Scarlet. Oh, that's Scarlet. Okay, oops, sorry. And that no, one no. in itself is very particularly brutal. I'll that it, if I had to go with the next list, I'd definitely say Scarlet was on the top of my second list. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yes, I love I love Scarlet. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a one. I, Again, I just... another cinematic one even though it's it's not like a lot of space used it's literally it kind of it's almost like and it's funny like because uh remember how in the daredevil show they did like the two fight scenes like you know the first mm-hmm. one from season one where it's like in the hallway, in the hallway yeah the one where it's on the staircase yeah and literally like years before moon Knight kind of did that and daredevil kind of was like hmm yeah. That looks really interesting. I think we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with slight differences. I think Daredevil was going down, Mr. Knight's going up the stairs, but it's so cool, though. Like, it's it's almost like a... I'm not saying this in any bad way at all. It's almost like a video game. Like, he's kind of going up to the big bosses. Um, he comes across those guys towards the end, uh, you know, all to get Scarlet, um, this this uh, schoolgirl. And she says, uh, again, these... um. These kind of little poignant little notes. Uh, he goes, yeah, don't worry, don't, don't be scared, you know. Um, no, it's, it's not a mask, it's your face. He's talking about his mask. Yeah. A smart that, kid. That right there was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Very... It is a profound thing for a, a schoolgirl to say to a, a guy dressed in all white standing in front of her. Yeah, and doing these, I mean... She's not privy to it. She can just see the bloodied baseball bat that he's got. I mean, who knows what horrors she would have heard as he is kind of making his way up. Um, I, I love the scene where he, like, the guy shoots his truncheon and then he fires it and then, like, shatters. And he's like, yeah, oh, beautiful. You know, it's not like I've got actual money or anything to buy these. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, re- really good, memorable arts as well. Exactly like as you say, um, that that in particular, this this one there, um, he shatters. Oh. Uh, yeah, it shatters the um, the truncheon, but also the the main for me the takeaway was that that establishing shot of his back, looking up at the tenement, um, very very memorable. Almost almost kind of like a like GTA meets Donkey Kong. Instead <laughs> yeah. of over Harold, he's beating the living bejesus out of uh, gangsters. Yeah, yeah. Um. You mentioned also one of your favourites was was a box. Was that the third one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Box is cool. Very green. I, I remembered from it now. Predominantly... And, and it's funny. I've got a conspiracy theory mm-hmm. about that issue that it actually connects back to the original Moon Knight run from oh, the nineteen eighty. Yes, yes. I have discussed this with um with uh, Orion. He was he's one of his favourite issues. Um. Study in a box, I think it's called, or something like that. It's uh, yeah, from from the Mensch run, uh, and yeah, I think it's ve- well. Ellis very much has done his homework. I mean, throughout all these six issues, there are references to old runs. So for sure, I can see this absolutely being a connection to those punks that um, yep. yeah, that we see. They're actually not seen here. That well, we see the ghosts of them, but you see the music box um, at the end. Yep. Mm, yeah, yeah, that uh, your theory is very sound, Daniel, and and I think um, yeah, a lot of a lot of us um, kind of reckon that. <laughs> but that was again the appearance of the bird armor, um, uh, the I don't know the bone armor, whatever you call it. Um, very, uh, I always like to say very bird. Impra- bird armor, very impractical but very cool looking. <laughs> um, oh, and I like this. They never actually. This is one of the things I'd love to see them pick up again. Is this like treasure room that he has with all these relics um, in his basement? I don't even remember buying most of this stuff. Maybe you weren't meant to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like goes in there and finds something. Like, Wait, where the hell did this come from? Yeah. It's like, oh, you bought this at this point. Don't worry about it. Just use it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's great. I, I love it. Um, but also this fact, this is very, I mean, this actually elevates, Box elevates him from just a normal street level character and the fact that he's able, he's, for one, he gets punched by ghosts, but two, he's able to then punch ghosts later on, which um, I think yeah. is just amazing. Um, yeah. I just, I love the look drawn on the ghost faces, like when you have that big one page splash of his face just connecting with the ghost's face and it literally like just cracks open. Oh, look, and you can yeah. horror on his face. You're just like, wait, it's hurting. Yeah, reading my mind there. Yeah, that one. I was, I was lingering on that. Um, really cool. And it's a ghost, so there's no, no need to censor all the gore because <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> it's an electroplasm. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the big, the big bird armor, very cool able to touch, able to punch intangible things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, fantastic issue. Um, as it brings mentioned- to mind the yeah, I had for a, a fantasy crossover that would literally just make eight-year-old me probably pee my pants and pass out from excitement is <laughs> Moon Knight teaming up with the Ghostbusters. Oh, wow. That'd be cool. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. I'd love so that. So maybe yeah. Mr. Knight gets hired as an investigator 
for this family at the same time another member of the family hires the ghostbusters to just like come in and like exterminate the ghosts yeah and they just like literally run like who the hell are you who the hell are you yeah yeah and fantastic yeah 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 why not i mean he's got to have more i reckon it'd be i'd love to get more ghost ghostly elements to moon knight uh is it are there many ghostly elements to or, or upcoming for fringe night but yeah Oh, I'll, I'll I'll just say there will be no shortage of things that go bump in the night. Lovely. The things, the things that we fear live under our bed, will soon fear what's under their bed, in the form <laughs> of the blue cloaked hero. Nice, excellent, excellent. And as incidentally as well, Looney's. If you want to see uh, Fringe Night in the flesh as well, Daniel has got a pretty kick-ass cosplay of the character of your character uh, himself. So uh, I know there's some pretty cool photos out there, Daniel. Uh, if you're willing to share, I'm sure um, Loonies will be keen to have a look. Absolutely. And I'm also currently working on a Moon Knight cosplay. Yeah. Where I'm going to uh, have all sorts of different elements. I'm even going to... Not to spoil too much, because I, I I I know you're going to geek out when you see this thing. <laughs> but uh, incorporating elements of the bone armor, yes, awesome part of the suit as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I have seen some cosplayers. I mean, it's, do it as well. It looks very impressive. Um, yeah, it, it, it seems like a hard thing to pull off, but it, it does pay off in the uh, in the end result. So yeah, can't, can't wait to see that one, Daniel. All right. Um, oh, you're, you're going to love it. <laughs> Hello, Looney listeners. This is Ray here. Just uh, wanting to say, look, if you like Moon Knight, I urge you to give The Fringe Knight a go. This is a self-published indie release by creator and writer Daniel Doing. Um, and it's a it's a ripper of a read. Uh, the Fringe Night is an adventure comic series set in Erie, Pennsylvania, and the series stars the title character who protects his city from every threat imaginable, from radioactive wolfmen to mad scientists putting poodles in giant robots. The Fringe Night is there to protect. Definitely worth checking out. I highly recommend it. Uh, available. Uh, just check out the show notes uh, in this episode, but. Uh, Fringe Night has a Facebook page as well as a Patreon page and you can also find all the comics on IndiePlanet.com so check out Fringe Night by Daniel Doing. Alright, let's get on to the show. Bitten by a radioactive spider, student Peter Parker gained the proportionate strength and agility of an arachnid. Armed with his wondrous web shooters, the reluctant superhero struggles with sinister supervillains, making ends meet and maintaining some semblance of a normal life. That's right, do you like Spider-Man? If so, you should join me and my co-host Will Foulfire every Tuesday on the Capes of Lunatic Sidekicks podcast for the ultimate Spider-Cast, where we talk everything Spider-Man, comics, TV, movies, games, anything and everything Spider-Man. Miles Morales, Spider-Gwen, Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider, it's all there. 
every Tuesday on the Capes and Lunatic Sidekicks podcast. And we all are. If we jump into like the first one, the opener, Slasher. Uh, now, that was, I think, a nice primer for for this whole series. You kind of get a, a, a sense of the relationship of Mr. Knight with uh, law enforcement, um, Detective Flint, how they kind of, you know, it's kind of like, oh, give him leeway, just let him kind of do his thing. No, that's Mr. Knight. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's not, not it's yeah. Mr. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we call him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Flint. He, he's awesome. They should use him more. Um, but this was a, essentially, I really enjoy this in the fact that, uh, one, you get you get a really grotesque like villain. You find out who the murderer is, the serial killer. But yeah. two, how Moon Knight addresses him. It's just so kick-ass. It's kind of like, what's that bit where he just goes, um, what does he say? I uh, I stopped you two minutes ago. Like you know, they're talking. It's like yeah, I've done my bit. Like you know, as cool as anything. Oh, uh, I actually stopped you like uh, two minutes ago. Yeah, you couldn't hear with all the machinery down here. But uh, yeah, look down, pal. He's like, whoa, yeah. oh, yeah, really cool. Um, but also the other and, and I mean, hey, another kick-ass thing. He fires a gun at him. Moon Knight blocks it with his crescent dart. Uh, that is a little bit above, you know, what humans can do. But, you know, hey, it's cool. So. Well, again, he's not real. He's yeah, not there. He's not there. <laughs> um, also, as well, there's a little bit of an epilogue. I think it was really interesting because there's a, a, a therapy session. Um, with, And so there's we get to see Ellis's take on, on the whole DID and everything. Uh, and I think it, it's basically, well, the therapist at least says, you know, you're not insane. Your brain has been colonized by an ancient consciousness from beyond space and time. So, this is a different, a different, I guess, uh, take on on his different identities. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's um, and it kind of, in a way, I think it's my favorite one out of out yeah. of all of them. Because, like, I loved how it was subtle yeah. in the beginning, not like in like in the like when they started doing like legacy and stuff like that, where it was like this big prominent thing. Yeah. That to me wasn't really Moon Knight. For me, it was, it was the hints that it may be there. Yeah. You know, like, especially like in the old, like Doug Mentron, like, you know, Marlene's like, Oh, Steven, we're going to like, Oh, who's Steven? Steven's ain't here, lady. This is Jake. And she's yeah. like, Oh, off the mustache. And he's like, all right, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you kind of get the hints of, of it's going on. Hmm. But he's kind of trying to play it off like, oh no, I'm I'm not crazy. Come on, come yeah. on, I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it's really cool, and and I think it's it's a good way to address the Bendis thing as well. I mean, a lot of people were irked by by having that Wolvie Captain America. I mean, you see it here as well. All the other identities, it's basically Conchu, um, really affecting Mark's mind, and and that's the way that he can kind of rationalize. Yeah, rationalize the aspects because we're talking about. Uh, again, they mention it. I think they mention it here. Um, they mention, yeah, the path, Pathfinder, Embracer, Defender, and Watcher. So all of these aspects of Conchu, which um, if you do dive a bit more deeper into the into the 
you know the history of Contra as well. That that's it's pretty cool. You can find out these aspects. So I like how Warren Ellis has kind of interweaved that into the canon of Moon Knight. Um, and again, this is only touched upon really here. It, it's kind of forgotten by a lot of writers. Um, whether I mean, because you know, if you look at Lemire and stuff, they have their own different takes on on what it is. Uh, but I think it's very unique. Yeah. So similar to like I like Lemire's one of the Overvoid and and uh, it being there being like beings from a vessel from an alternate kind of parallel reality. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. Um, uh, and also, so we've done this slasher a box uh, sleep. Um, so issue four, uh, a very psychedelic one. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't don't do streams and read that one. You will never wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think originally he had to say um, when we reviewed this, really testament to again the art and Geordie Belair, the colorist. I think she went on saying how she was kind of disappointed in this, that like I guess like any good artist, they look at it and they I could have done it better this way or that way, but it's oh, like, yeah, but it's fantastic. I am well versed in trying to reassure artists like no this is good yeah right yeah 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 for sure um but man the colors coupled with the inks and the art is just phenomenal here i mean declan shelby his stuff is still great he's he's done a immortal hulk i think flatline uh most recently it's a one shot yeah um uh yeah but his his art is just i think his moon knight is uh, it's brought out the best in him um really yeah, and again with sleep. Uh, so there are references here to um, uh, Peter Aron, uh, which uh, the brother of of Marlene. Peter so Junior. Yes. Oh, yes. Sorry, Junior. So, so tying into the Morpheus, yeah, indirectly yep. tying to the Morpheus issues of the Mench Run. So again, I like how Warren Ellis, um, you know, respects. The, uh, the material and, and, you know, he takes time to actually try and integrate it in there. Uh, other little points here, we get we get the pretty cool moon limo. I wish we saw more of it at the beginning. My gosh, it looks spacious. <laughs> yes, it, especially the fact that it's, like, I love at the beginning it just pulls up and, like, Luna's that's like, don't bring food in my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't, would you? I mean, it's, uh, yeah. It's very, um, it's one of a kind. It has to be a bespoke limo. Um, but yeah, this gets very brutal at the end. I mean, apart from the psychic, there's a bit of horror as well. Like, you get this fungus under the floorboards, these spores. Uh, he sees apparitions of these guys with mushrooms coming out of their eyes, all sorts of stuff like that. But in the end, he kind of gets what's happening. And I, I love this, like, very direct, very efficient brutality that he meets out on, um, yeah, on the guy. Dr. Skelton, I think it's a guy, right? Or, yeah? Yeah, that's a guy's name. Yeah, the guy that actually meets him. Yeah, the, the guy that actually um, comes to him. Uh, lo and behold, is the so guy that's... Kicks open the door. Yep. The guy's like, no, no, what? You're sleeping. He's like, no, I'm not. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your brain is under attack. It's so cool. Um, oh, and, uh, yeah, you're right. I love it also as well. There's that image of... Uh, Mr. Knight, doesn't he speak yet? Conchu, I know you can hear me. Put me to sleep. I mean, this is crazy oh, man, stuff. Just... Cr- crazy stuff that, you know. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it, it's so funny because I know it sounds really kind of wanky, but it's like it's an economy of, like, you know, words and stuff that Ellis uses, but it, it really gives off a, a, a just a really kind of 
warped sense. Uh, like you're saying, like stuff like I'm not real. He's talking to a guy, they put me to sleep. All this sort of stuff. It's just really weird. You don't get normal people saying this sort of thing. Um, no, and, and that's why it works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, really, really good stuff. Um, yeah. A- a- anything else you'd like to to add potentially for for this overall run? Um, just I, I will literally give. Warren Ellis a million dollars to just come back and do a Moon Knight series. <laughs> I would, I would as well. Um, what, what do you think? Do you think? I mean, because this, there's also a kind of uniqueness in this in the fact that I guess it's, it's very small and compact. Uh, do you reckon? Oh, maybe, maybe will. I was about to say, if like Warren Ellis got a fourteen, fifteen, twenty issue run, would he do well? He probably would. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, barring of course also. The indiscretions that he is like known for now, unfortunately, very disappointing to hear. But you know, um, but I'm sticking to his 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 artistic credibility, and and he's you know he's a very good writer. Um, it'll be interesting for him to have a longer run. I don't know. I think because like a lot of loonies are used to this like this nice compact six six issue run. It seems to be a nice. I don't know. A nice little set of Moon Knight. Um, people recommend it a lot to others. You know, what do I do if I want to read Moon Knight? Read the Warren Ellis run. You know, you'll love it. It's very accessible, I guess. And better way to redeem himself than to write about a character redeeming themselves. Yeah, yeah, true, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah fantastic. Well, uh, Daniel, I'd like to thank you as well. Um, again, look, I, I, I'm a bit. Just mindful of the time, so a, a huge thank you for coming. I can see the sun breaking <laughs> through your window at the moment. Um, it's early there. Yeah, I know. yeah, beautiful. Oh yeah, this yeah. is uh, one of my other little hey. co-hosts right here. Uh, how many cats do you have? Five. Five. <laughs> Man, I thought I saw I saw a black one there, and I saw I'm pretty sure I saw a, a strawberry blonde or ginger one, a champagne ginger one before and now <laughs> i can see this on and there's another one behind you as well so it's like oh yeah that's i was okay. like yeah nope. nice cool I'm, i am i am never without company yeah <laughs> oh cats are great i love cats as well and all my, all my kitties are rescue kitties oh nice yeah yeah nice as well and there's ties to egyptian uh, mythology as well so you're well protected <laughs> oh yeah i i always get a good night's sleep <laughs> I don't always have the room, but I do get a good <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, they they love beds. Yeah, tell me about it. Far out. Um, a huge thank you, uh, Daniel. Once again, uh, I guess for the loonies, uh, where can people contact you if they want to chat with you or if they want to know more about Fringe Night? They can always reach me through uh, the Instagram, which is uh, the Fringe Night official with underscores between all the words. Uh, they can also reach me at the Facebook page, which is uh, Fringe Night, mm-hmm. and I'm also on Twitter at uh, you know the fr- at the Fringe Night. Fantastic, very easy loonies. But to make it easier for you, they'll all be in the show notes as well. Go check it out. I urge you to to at least check out um, some of the artwork if you can online, uh, and then pop over and and go grab the comic. It's good stuff. As Daniel said, coming around the corner in March, we've got issue four of Fringe Night coming out. So uh, looking forward to that. And uh, oh, we're going to have to have you on uh, once it does um, drop, Daniel. Um, and you know maybe we can uh, learn more about it and. Uh, yeah, I already, I'm already getting a copyright to send to you in advance. Ah, lovely. 
Excellent. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. I take care of my fans. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, thank you so much, Daniel. Uh, and as uh, uh, Loonies, as we mentioned, just check the show notes for all the details to Daniel's uh, fantastic work. Next phase, Loonies, for episode 194, we're back to a, f- a new moon, sorry. And that means we're doing an Isla Ra sessions again. So I'll be joined by special guest DJ Nick from the Happiness in Darkness, a superhero movie podcast. Uh, he'll be jumping into Grant Mansion with me. We'll be going through his four Desert Island or Isla Ra books, uh, as well as having a, a chat with, with Nick and to learn more about him uh, and to learn about his connection with Moon Knight as well. It's always, it's always fun. Daniel, which reminds me, got to have you on in Isla Ra as well. I'd love to I'd love to have you over Grant Mansion. love Samuels to make you a drink. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> I would love some Earl Grey tea. <laughs> and have a chat. And then it got whisked away to different locations. It's a lot of fun. Uh, as mentioned at the top of the show, uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash ITK Moon Knight. Plenty of incentives there. Please check it out. Uh, um, you two can be privy to the videos. Uh, there is actually some character designs that I'm getting done myself for the characters from our audio serial drama, The Hunter of Country's Golden Scepter. So that's a lot of fun. That's around the corner, season two. Uh, riding away slowly, but hopefully we'll get there soon. Um, uh, yeah, so go check it all out. As mentioned, hello headphones. If you use the code ITK Moon Knight, you'll get ten percent off the online store. Uh, Dreamland Comics. If you use the code Moon, you'll get twenty percent off their online store. So any of your back issues, uh, any of your if you don't have your Warren Ellis issues, go check it out from there. Uh, also, we're affiliate members with Entertainment Earth, so anything that you purchase through the link on, in our show uh, will help prop up the show. Uh, so get all your action figure needs. Um, get your... I don't know what's coming out. You're a big action figure, I know, fan. Um, Daniel, uh, Maestro's coming out. Um, uh, yes, Maestro's coming out. The Into the Spider-Verse um, uh, figures are coming out from Hasbro, so there's a lot of... Yeah, a lot of good Let's stuff. Into the Spider Verse uh, with uh, Maestro, and oh man, I'm Fr- blanking. Fringe really, Knight. I think Fringe Knight. Gamer <laughs> oh yeah, gamer figures. <laughs> and hopefully, Fringe Knight down the track, right? <laughs> oh, hey, if uh, if any action figure builders are listening, yeah. I would greatly appreciate a prototype Fringe Knight figure. <laughs> Actually, uh, Daniel, I do know someone that does do custom armor, so uh, I could uh, get you. He's an American yeah. dude as well, so you know it's not like he's from here where it will cost an arm and a leg. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, he does some good work. <laughs> uh, finally, uh, we're part of the collective, so uh, please go check out any of these great shows. Uh, hashtag the Collective Net on Twitter. That will show most of their tweets uh, from the likes of. Uh, Resurrections, the Thanos and Adam Warlock podcast. We are Venomaniacs, a Venom podcast, and uh, and I'll I'll just shamelessly plug to know her is to fear her Spider Woman podcast. So all these different sorts sorts of shows, we're all under the collective. Finally, you can fi- um, contact us. We always love hearing from you on email itkmoonnight at gmail dot com. We're also on Facebook. Yes, we're back <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, Get Vocal. Uh, we've got a website and Podchaser as well. Also, any ratings will be very much appreciated on Apple Podcasts or uh, Podchaser. It just helps get us out there a little bit more. Uh, once again, Daniel, a huge thank you. Um, man, you got to get ready for work. I wish you the best uh, for the day. Hopefully you're not too sleepy. 
Oh, I'm I'm all wired because I just watched WandaVision. So oh, I haven't watched it yet. It's good, yeah. Oh, oh. second go, last. Every, everybody listening, go watch it. Okay, finish, finish listening to to me and Ray talking yeah. about how awesome Moon Knight is, and then go watch WandaVision. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, the second last uh, episode is out. Oh yeah, I've got to watch it very soon as well. Um, a big thank you once again, Daniel, and as always, everyone. May country watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.